Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome to the show. You know, I'm live here today in Washington, D.C., and I, I have to start by telling you that I have such a heavy heart because of this horrible massacre yesterday at Virginia Tech University. I really have absolutely no words to describe how I felt yesterday. You know, I remember when I first heard one student was killed or two, and oh my God, that's terrible, that's that's enough. But then when I heard 30-some students This is an overwhelming massacre, the worst in history in the United States. And, you know, I, I just, I, I I really can't tell you how overwhelmed I am and still am today. And spent time today with people that have children that were at Virginia Tech. And what can you say? So my first thing is just to all of the families, to all of the victims, to all of the students at Virginia Tech, I want you to know that we are all not only standing behind you, but that you are in our prayers. I know that in a few moments the President of the United States will be speaking at Virginia Tech University, which gives you an idea of the magnitude of this horrific event that occurred. But my heart my prayers. I know everyone at voiceamerica.com. We all are thinking about you. We all are praying for you. And I would ask all of my listeners, and, and you know, I have such wonderful listeners through, throughout the world, you know, to take time to say a prayer for all of these students who have lived through something unbelievable but also for all of the parents and friends that have lost students there, that all of you would just pray for them and, um, and, and let them know that, boy, we, we are behind you. I am today having as my guest on the show someone that I know has seen his share of this same horrific violence when he spent time in Vietnam. So he surely can relate to this, and it is always my honor to have as our guest a person who was second lieutenant in the Navy during the Vietnam War, former executive director of the President's Committee on Employment of People with Disabilities, and the current executive director of NICL, my friend, John Lancaster. John, welcome to the show, and I'm sure that you have that same feeling of sorrow and grief for all of those students at Virginia Tech. I sure do, Joyce. Um, uh, it's just a, a terrible tragedy, and uh, um, you know it leaves one speechless. What uh, what can you possibly say? You just want to reach out and do whatever you can do to um, um, assist uh, in any way to to try and heal the wounds of that tremendous tragedy, um, and hopefully. Uh, um, find some meaning, uh, some resolve in it to uh, to try and end some of the senseless violence that, that seems to go on in, in our society and the world at large. It truly is a tragedy. 
It is. It, it is a tragedy. And just as I mentioned that, of course, everyone at Vendor Consulting Services, everyone at Voice America, you know, we all, our hearts go out to the families, to the victims, to everyone involved in this tragedy. And I'm sure, John, that... Uh, Everyone at Nickel, same thing, stands behind all of these students and these victims. Absolutely, Joyce. And uh, we as an organization uh, and our our members in that area, um, I'm sure, will do what they can to uh, uh, to assist if, if there is anything that we can do. And um, uh, unfortunately, it sounds like there might be a few people with some disabilities as a result of this as well. And uh, um, it, it just... Is truly a tragedy. Yes, and I just heard someone speak about that um, today because you know how we know that in a moment, in a second, your life can change. You know, you can lose people close to you, but you can also acquire disability. And and here we go. Here here is an example of that right now. And John, I don't know. Do you have any advice for those students? I say that because, of course. You know, you you survived the Vietnam War but acquired a disability, but you certainly saw, you know, your share of horror through being in the war. I mean, do you have any advice for these victims that were in that room that saw their friends killed but survived? Um, it, it's a it's a tough thing to give advice on because um, everybody deals with that sort of. Uh, um, Violence and tragedy and horror, I think, differently. But the the sooner one can accept uh, what has happened as uh, um, a matter of fact and to what so, uh, the better they are then going to be able to deal with moving forward with their lives and making a difference and committing themselves in some way to seeing that that it never happens again. Yes, and you know, you mentioned something. I, I, I want to tell you, I'm on the board of the Center for Victims of Violence and Crime, and you know, I don't think people think about this or realize this horrific violence. How 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 many disabilities come from that? And you know, we really have to stop and think about <clears throat> what we're doing in this country. You know, what's going on to, to create and allow all of this? I mean, we really do, but uh, John, you're, you're certainly one leading the way and, and that can speak about this, uh, and, and you are truly a great champion to all of us. Could you talk for a minute about what Nickel is, just so people will know, again, what we're talking about? Yes, the National Council on Independent Living Joyce is, uh, is an association um, made up of centers for independent living, state independent living councils, individuals and like-minded organizations throughout the country. We have members, uh, plenty of members in every state and territory um, in the United States, and uh, we're, uh, we're committed uh, to improving uh, the lives of people with disabilities, of supporting them uh, in living with equal opportunity, inclusion, full participation, and uh, productivity, ideally a job, um, in their communities with choice and control over uh, services and programs, uh, 
um, that might be there to support them and uh, choice, obviously, and control over their own lives. So we are um, a membership organization, and our, our mission simply is to advance the independent living and the rights of people with disabilities through uh, consumer-driven advocacy. And, uh, Joyce, we envision a world in which people with disabilities are, are valued equally and get to participate fully, whether it's politically, economically, or socially, and uh, to do that with gusto. So uh, that's what we're about. Um, and uh, our centers um, around the country are providing great services in their community to support people and living free of nursing homes, state institutions, to do transitioning from the world of school to the world of work or higher ed. Um, um, they're making sure that folks know how to connect themselves with uh, housing and transportation and employment services, health care, the the whole gamuts of things that everybody needs to contend with to be able to uh, to be a you know a solid functioning uh, adult in today's society. Um, so our centers are providing things like peer counseling, uh, independent living skills training, information and referral services, advocacy, big time in terms of advocacy, both on an individual level and on a systems level, working to change things with their city or county or state uh, governments as well as uh, national initiatives. Uh, many of our centers are providing personal care attendance service programs, uh, employment services, uh, 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 trainings around accessing transportation, uh, uh, assisting people in uh, linking up with uh, their local housing authority if they're eligible for housing supports. Uh, so a whole myriad of things like that to, to just support people in participating fully and being uh, economically and politically involved. And, John, how many states are you in? All 50. We're and in how, all 50 how many all affiliates do you have then? About yeah. how many affiliates? Uh, we have, um, oh, there's 334 federally funded centers, and we have about 70 Seventy percent of them in our membership, um, and I'm not. I'd have to do the math on that, but it's it, it's up over two twenty, two hundred and thirty, something like that. Uh, uh, centers um, in our system. Uh, we are, we have of the fifty state independent living councils and the and the five that come from the territories in the District of Columbia. We have all but four of them in our membership. All right, and, and we'll uh, talk we have more. many, many... Um, we'll talk uh, more as soon as we come back from break. We have to just go to break for one minute. If you just tuned in, you're listening to John Lancaster, our guest, the Executive Director of Nickel. And this is Joyce Bender, where disability does matter on voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. VoiceAmerica.com, your news talk information radio network. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, 
and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Go beyond success and discover a deeper meaning to life. Join host Jeffrey Gitterman and his guests, the premier thought leaders in business, politics, science, spirituality, and culture, who have reached the pinnacle of financial and professional attainment in their fields, only to discover a profound lack of fulfillment with what our culture defines as success. So won't you tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time to Jeffrey Gitterman and Beyond Success, redefining the meaning of prosperity, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show. Our guest today is really a champion of independence and quality of life for all Americans with disabilities, my friend, John Lancaster. And, John, we were talking about Nickel right right there when we went to break. Just so everyone has it, what is your website? Our website, Joyce, is www.ncil.org. NCIL.org, and um, anyone can become a member. What is the membership cost? Oh, for an individual member, it's only $35, and uh, that gives them um, access to all our membership materials, uh, including our weekly advocacy monitor and uh, our action alerts and our newsletter and uh, access to the members-only area of the website and uh, other information. It also gets them significant discounts in our training programs and also for um, our annual conference. And, you know, I, I'm going to skip ahead and ask you about that now. I know, isn't it your 25th anniversary? It absolutely is, and, Joyce. And congratulations. It's 25 years old this year, and we're looking forward to having a great annual conference this year in Washington, D.C. It's going to be uh, at the Grand Hyatt um, Hotel. Uh, 1000 H Street Northwest in Washington, D.C., and the dates are July 9th through 12th. And uh, people can go to our website and uh, register online for the Nickel Annual Conference. We're doing something really fun, Joyce, this year, and you may want to participate because I know you you like such things. But uh, uh, we're raffling off this year for our 25th anniversary year a brand-new Corvette, and uh, you can buy a raffle ticket online in our website at our website and support nickel it's uh, $50 for a raffle ticket we are only going to sell 4,000 of them so the odds will be pretty good of uh, winning that car even if you just buy one ticket so we're uh, hoping folks will support nickel and take a chance on winning a uh, winning a brand new Corvette wow how about that well you know what now once again if you go to www.ncil.org you can get all the information, but you know you should get that raffle ticket now because, wow, that is really great odds. And in addition to that, you don't want to miss being at this event. That is your 25th anniversary. I'm sure it's going to be spectacular. 
It will be, Joyce. We're planning a lot of special things this year, too. There's going to be uh, one evening where we'll have a venue over at the Kennedy Center and some uh, performers with disabilities, some exciting things happening there. We, we're we having um, our usual um, a march and rally up to Capitol Hill this year. We know we're going to have the participation in our our conference of majority leader uh, Steny Hoyer, which is uh, oh. uh, very great, and uh, so we're looking forward to have Representative Hoyer uh, uh, with us. And of course, he's been a, a great leader in um, in the Congress for our movement and for independent living. Uh, we're hopeful that we'll have uh, the good Senator Tom Harkin uh, um, addressing us as well. Um, and we're going to have a great evening on our closing night with a great big anniversary dinner uh, event and um, and celebration afterwards with live band and music and uh, entertainment. So it's just going to be a, a great evening there. And uh, we're just hoping we're going to get a lot of um, a lot of turnout. We have we we're confident we will. The registrations are going very well, so. Uh, we're encouraging people to to sign up early and to, and to come to the conference. It's going to be a great time, and of course that all goes along with the usual array of, um, of very educational um, workshops that help advance uh, the issues that are important to the independent living movement. Uh, this year, our theme is uh, celebrated 25 years, celebrating accomplishments and forging new leaders. So we're going to have a lot of focus this year in our workshops on things pertaining to young people with disabilities, uh, transitioning from school to work and independent living, um, issues related to leadership development and career opportunities. It's, it's really going to be a great conference, Joyce. Wow, that sounds so exciting. You know, uh, Steny Hoyer, he is so fantastic, and he he was, as you know, the Tony Coelho Award winner a couple years ago, and he's been on my radio show, but I just want you all to know he does so much for people with disabilities, and of course, so does Senator Harkin, who, you know, every time I think about the time he gave that speech, you know, trying to get, you know, when he was testifying prior to the ADA being signed, in sign language, what a historic thing. And he has continued to help people with disabilities, so you've got some real power hitters there, John. Yes, yes. We're uh, we're looking forward to having a, a really bang-up conference this year. Okay, now once again, the dates for that are? July 9th through the 12th. July 9th through 12th in Washington, D.C. Yep. Okay. And again, you can get to that by going to your website? Yes, you can. Just go to www.ncil.org and, uh, you know, follow the links to the an- page for the annual conference page and you can, uh, you can, uh, sign, sign up for the conference right there on our website. And you know, I'll tell you what, you need, you need to go to this. You really do and you need to support this and you need to support Nickel because as John and I were talking earlier, unfortunately, tragically, uh, for some people, they can, you know, their life can change in a moment, um, and they acquire a disability. But then, of course, there are many of uh, people who have had a disability, uh, from birth that still are facing discrimination in the areas of employment and housing and transportation. But, you know, I want to say something. You know, we are, as we all know, an aging population. 
And as you get older and older, you will acquire disabilities. Epilepsy is one of them, as I have epilepsy, but it's very, very prevalent in the elderly population. And you know what, John? You don't know how many people have been in nursing homes where people think, are, or institutionalized where they're saying they have uh, dementia or whatever when they're having obsolete seizures, or people that are put in nursing homes that shouldn't be in nursing homes, period, as John always calls it, being put in prison, people with disabilities. Yep. And, you know, when that happens, you're going to wish you had this support group. And here's a group trying to do something about it. Get involved now. Don't wait till something happens. Get involved with Nickel now. That's why I hope you'll go to that www.nickel.org. Take time. Join, become a member, make a contribution, and sign up to win that Corvette. You heard John say he's going to have great entertainment. You know, John, I'm really sorry that I could not sing there, but I'm I'm still holding out for American Idol. That was the only reason I couldn't come. Oh, good for you, Joyce. <laughs> I'm confident you'll win. Yeah, I know. Right. If I'd be singing there, you'd be losing all your people at the event. Let me tell you that now. So, John, I wanted to talk to you for a minute um, about something that, oh, you know something out about, and that is employment. So you all know this. I met John many years ago. And at that time, he was the executive director of the President's Committee on Employment of People with Disabilities, reporting to the Honorable Tony Coelho, who reported, of course, to President Clinton at that time. So John has known this employment issue. I remember, John, when I heard you speak at the Business Leadership Network, the speech where you told about you first started hearing about this, you know, I don't know if it was 50 years ago or 40 years ago, whatever your story was, and how every time someone talks to you, it's the same thing about the un- the employment of people with disabilities. Right. The rates basically stayed, uh, hovered right around 31 to 33 percent uh, for the last uh, 30 years, Joyce. Mm-hmm. Well, and as you know very well, you cannot be independent without competitive employment. So I wanted to ask you, what do you think about the ADA Restoration Act and is there anything our listeners can do to help? Um, well, I think it's important for their for your listeners to be talking to their representatives and their congressmen um, about the need for um, somehow turning around what the Supreme Court has done in relationship to the definition of a person with a disability under the law. It's clear that the court just simply misunderstood that the Congress was trying to prevent discrimination on the basis of disability. And that includes people that may not have a disability at all, at all, where maybe they have a history of having had a disability due to uh, an accident or uh, or a disease like cancer, but it's in remission or they've been able to be fully rehabilitated and restored from their from their accident and no longer have a, a disability. But if they're discriminated against based on a past history of it, that was still intended to be illegal under the ADA. Similarly, for someone who might have assistive devices or medications that enable them to keep their disability under control or at bay, 
clearly these were people that the Congress intended to cover with the ADA, but the court has rolled that back. And as a result, there are now people like people like you know, Joyce, who have epilepsy, who are are being told that they're not disabled under the law and that they can be discriminated against in the employment situation. And I think it's important that 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 your congressman and your senator understand that and that that needs to be fixed. Now, currently there is no ADA Restoration Act uh, introduced uh, before the Congress in either the House or the Senate. There was last session by Congressman Sensenbrenner, um, but uh, nobody has reintroduced one this time. Now, I do know that on May 10th, I believe it is, the Senate is going to be holding some hearings. I think Senator Harkin and... uh, is going to be holding some hearings on this uh, on this matter. Now, whether or not that's going to be leading to the introduction of a bill, I'm not sure. But it, uh, um, I think it's at this point it's it's important to be educating our lawmakers about the problem and uh, and to help them understand that uh, discrimination out there is still a big problem um, and that. It, it, it was the intent of Congress when it passed the ADA back in 1990 um, that that these people be covered, and so many now are not being covered because of uh, uh, the misunderstanding a bunch of elderly judges have, and they're they're still living in the old paradigm of people with disabilities. They haven't kept up with the times, Joyce, and I think their decisions reflect it. Yes, I've heard Tony Quello, the author of the ADA Act, speak saying, you know, I assure you, being that Tony himself has epilepsy, he never wanted to see epilepsy not covered in the ADA. And that is what happened with those last Supreme Court rulings. So, you know, here's another reason. You've got to get behind a group like Nickel. So you get those reports, those alerts, and you know what's going on. And we'll talk more about that in one minute. When we come back from break, you're listening to John Lancaster, who is fighting for freedom for all of us. This is Joyce Bender, VoiceAmerica.com. We'll be right back. From our home to your speakers, VoiceAmerica.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Join Patricia Raskin, host of Positive Living on voiceamerica.com, Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call in to Positive Living Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific Time right here on voiceamerica.com. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. 
Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back. We're talking to John Lancaster, the Executive Director of Nickel. And, John, I do have a question for you. We were talking about the ADA Restoration Act, and as you mentioned, uh, Congressman Sensenbrenner um, helped with Ho- Hoyer to introduce this um, in a prior session. Now, how does that work? What happens now? Well, that that bill um, is is dead when that Congress ended, um, as it did at the end of uh, 2006. Um, uh, that bill just dies. So, in this new Congress um, that started in January of this year with the new elected, uh, um, you know, representatives and senators. Um, Someone will have to reintroduce that bill or another one like it to uh, to get things going again. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, the bill, if it isn't acted upon and didn't get passed, it basically died last time. So and and it didn't. It was introduced kind of late, and uh, it didn't. It never made it, uh, you know, out of committee into the point where anybody was um, uh, taking a vote on it. So. It is gone, and someone will need to reintroduce it to uh, get things going again. And why I wanted to bring that up again, this is why. Take time, if you're listening to the show, to write to your congressman, your senator, and say, I want to see the ADA Restoration Act introduced and passed. You've got to take time to get in touch with your congressman, your senator, and you've got to keep in touch with Nickel so you know where we are and what's going on. Because believe me, this impacts you directly. It's important. You know, as Justin Dart told us so many times, how you've got to take action and not just sit back there. You've got to do something. You've got to make it happen. And I noticed, John, I think, isn't he on the front of your website? You have a photograph at the top of your website. Yeah, I'll that is uh, the picture shows is from a, uh, our one of our marches and rallies on Capitol Hill a few years back, um, and uh, at the head of the crowd are uh, Justin Dart and Mark uh, Mike Oxford, uh, yeah. the president of Nickel at the time. Yeah, it, it, I, I noticed that, and you know uh, his wife, his wonderful wife Yoshiko, is still leading that march on. Yes. She is still leading that on. Um, Well, John, something I want to talk about for a few minutes. As you know, sadly, very well, there's an extremely large number of veterans uh, with disabilities returning from Iraq and Afghanistan. As a matter of fact, I read an article, I think it was in Newsweek, that this particular war, due to technology that we did not have, for example, uh, in Vietnam that can save so many lives. You know, people being able to get to people and, and save them and help them, which thank God for that. But what that also means, lower number of deaths, higher number of disabilities. And you know, I'm really worried about um, the fact that I want this country to understand that when these soldiers come back, I really feel it is our responsibility to work as hard as we can to find them gainful employment. I mean, after all, they put their lives on the line for all of us. Now they're coming back here 
with significant disabilities, and you know that includes a lot of traumatic brain uh, injuries that can also lead to epilepsy and people with post-traumatic stress disorder, so many things. Um, I wanted to know, is Nickel supporting this initiative in any way, um, and, and what are your thoughts about it? Well, we are, Joyce. Um, we're supporting it in um, uh, through our services and our programs. Our, our centers for independent living throughout the country are reporting seeing a much higher incident of Iraq and Afghanistan war veterans. Uh, they are um, coming to our centers uh, to get assistance and empowerment in... Uh, uh, all kinds of services related to independent living, including employment services. And uh, most of the people that our centers are seeing, most of these veterans, are ones that have experienced a traumatic brain injury and or a PTSD. And so it is, um, it is an issue, and uh, we have a number of centers that are uh, actively supporting and empowering uh, these veterans. And... Uh, Recently, just recently, um, the NICL, the National Council on Independent Living, on behalf of our centers, has joined forces with United Spinal Association, which is, a, as you know, a veterans organization. It grew out of the old Eastern Paralyzed Veterans Association and has uh, um, changed and modernized itself and is now called United Spinal Association has gone nationwide and uh, um, has uh, non-veterans as well as veterans among its membership. But they have a very uh, strong focus still on veterans and, and still are, in the eyes of the Veterans Department of Veterans Affairs, a veteran service organization. And that would be Paul Tobin, and, right? And, yeah. And we, we have joined show. forces with United Spinal mm-hmm. um, and have just put in a uh, unsolicited sort of concept paper, if you will, to the Office of Disability Employment Policy at the Department of Labor. And uh, uh, we're hoping that um, uh, they will support our um, project that we have proposed to them to jointly provide employment um, preparedness and support services um, as well as independent living uh, need supports to these uh, uh, young veterans uh, returning from the Iraq and Afghanistan uh, war theaters. So um, it, it is uh, focused primarily on those who have experienced traumatic brain injury and PTSD. So we are uh, actively engaged in that issue and hoping that we're going to be able to have an even bigger impact than uh, we're currently having. I think that is absolutely fantastic that you're doing that because, you know, I know very well, and so do you, John, that, you know, someone can come back from a war and have a uh, visible disability, but they can also come back and have uh, post-traumatic stress disorder or uh, epilepsy or many consequences from traumatic brain injury, and there will be a lot of that due to the type of war, you know, that this is, that they're enduring. And, you know, sometimes that is not easy for these people to, to gain employment. So I really hope that ODEP will support uh, you on this initiative because I think that is so important. 
Thank you, Joyce, and we're hopeful that they, that they will as well. And uh, um, uh, we have reason to think they they just might go for it because they have uh, they have stated uh, before in their past uh, their interest in uh, um, you know their interest in doing something in this area. And of course, they have the program uh, under their uh, sister sub-agency at DOL, the um, the Assistant Secretary for Veterans. Employment affairs over there, and um, and so we're hopeful that you know they have their real lifelines project, and we hope to marry that up with uh, uh, the vets office's uh, real lifelines project, and hopefully do some you know some real meaningful stuff. And I would say, um, you know, if you're hearing this message and you know a veteran that's returned from the war, that is a person that's endured this. A traumatic brain injury or someone having a hard time getting reengaged, get them in touch with Nickel because the more ammunition that John has, and in this case, peaceful ammunition, the better off that they will have to build a case. So, you know, if you know someone, tell them, email Nickel, let them know because, uh, you know, we have a saying and it is that yellow ribbons aren't enough. You know, we want employment. Employment is the only answer in this case, but it is a uh, you know definitely a a major change in anyone's life, just as what these students are going to go through um, at Virginia Tech. So I hope you'll take time to you know get in touch with them to get in touch with uh, Nickel. John, one thing I wanted to talk about for a minute. You know, I am now in 16 states in the United States. And I'm employing all these people with disabilities in IT, finance, accounting, and human resources. And if you're listening to this show, believe me, at Bender Consulting Services, we are always looking for new hires. So, you know, if you know a person graduating from college or a community college or a technical school with a significant disability seeking competitive employment, make sure they send their resume to BenderConsult.com. Um, but one thing I'm running into, John, is everywhere I go, I'm have, I hire the person, they've got this great job, great salary benefits, and then guess what? We can't find housing that is accessible. I wanted to ask you, is Nickel involved in any initiatives in reference to the housing problem? Yes, we are majorly engaged in uh, that issue, Joyce. Uh, we are doing a, a lot of different things uh, here in Washington on the advocacy level re- related to uh, trying to increase um, the availability of accessible, affordable housing uh, throughout the throughout the country. So we're we're working on efforts to to get more um, housing vouchers in the you know in the pipeline for uh, Section Eight vouchers for people who cannot afford uh, you know their own uh, uh, home or to get a mortgage and or have to be renting. So. Uh, we're working hard to increase the availability of Section 8 housing vouchers. Uh, we've done things uh, related to, um, you're familiar with the money follows the person mm-hmm. efforts uh, over at CMS to um, allow it to be a little bit easier for people to uh, 
get out of nursing homes and go to the community. Well, there are certain states in this country that have excess uh, housing vouchers. They, it's, it's a cockamamie system. There's such a need for them, and yet there's people sitting on excess ones. We're trying to uh, create a system whereby the people um, leaving those nursing homes will automatically be given those uh, those excess vouchers. Um, so we are we we are doing a variety of things there. It's uh, HR five four four three, the Section Eight Housing Voucher Reform Act, or SERVA as we call it, SEVRA, excuse me, uh, Section Eight Voucher Reform Act, SEVRA. And so we're trying that would establish a new formula and and. Uh, recertification of rent supports and income and those sorts of things and it would make it easier for people to uh, to get these much needed vouchers so we're working hard on that we're working hard on the affordable housing expansion and public safety act of 2007 senate 427 uh, we're urging people to to sub- strongly support that um, and another area frankly of housing which we've been very engaged is uh with uh, H.R. 5441, the Department of Homeland Security Appropriations Bill for FY27, uh, with the post-Katrina emergency uh, management reform stuff in it. So uh, we're trying to uh, to push issues along to make sure that the still, to this day, unmet housing needs of those people with disabilities that were in the hurricane-ravaged areas uh, several years ago, two years ago now, um, that are still without housing. Oh, my goodness, that is so terrible. Listen, we'll be right back before we close the show with my friend and yours, John Lancaster, the executive director of Nichols. This is Joyce Bender on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Conversation at a click of a mouse. VoiceAmerica.com I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Albert Einstein once said, nothing happens until something moves. Will your movement towards realizing a dream, making a long-lasting change to your life, or simply putting a daily smile on your face is just a click away. Tune into Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney and free your mind, open your heart, and ignite action in your life. Host and commander in change, empowerment coach, and international speaker, Scott Chesney shares his insights to making the most out of your daily lives. Scott interviews people who are maximizing their lives, the most recognizable transformationalists, and leaders around the world, as well as those hometown heroes that move, touch, and inspire the best in all of us. Stay tuned into Maximizing Life for Scott's one-on-one coaching with callers. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney broadcast each Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney, inspiring you to live life with passion, purpose, and limitless potential. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. 
Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show. And before we go on, uh, once again, everyone from Voice America, Bender Consulting Services, and Nickel, we want to once again express our concern and prayers and thoughts to the victims and families from the Virginia Tech horrible massacre just yesterday. You are all in our prayers. All of you, we're thinking about you. You're not alone. John, I'll tell you one thing that I think about all the time is, you know, I consider you a wonderful champion for all people with disabilities, and I'm just so glad we have you on our side. So tell me, what's keeping you up at night? What are you worrying about, and what can we do to help you? Well, uh, I just one thing that I think is probably keeping many people up at night right now is uh, what you just uh, said to um, our friends in uh, in Virginia. Um, it's uh, it's just a tragedy, and um, you know we need to all reach out uh, to that community, uh, uh, Virginia Tech community, and. Uh, in help in any way we can, even if it's only our moral support and prayers. Um, but that being said, there are a number of things which uh, are bothering me and keeping me up late at night these days, uh, uh, not the least of which is our uh, uh, our stand of our government in this uh, current administration on whether or not to sign and support the new United Nations Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities. Uh, this is a great convention. I had the, uh, the, the great opportunity and honor um, on March 30th to go to New York City to the UN and to be on the floor of the General Assembly Hall uh, on the first available day for the nations to sign on to the convention. And 80 nations plus the European community um, signed on to this very, very important and significant uh, UN convention that would create uh, worldwide ADA-like human rights for uh, for people with disabilities. And um, I was ashamed to say um, that the country of the ADA, the country that really has started this whole disability rights movement, did not sign on to that extremely important convention. Not only did we not sign on, there were a number of other nations that didn't sign on on that day, but at least those nations, Joyce, had the the respect of the United Nations processes of other nations of the world and of people with disabilities worldwide to some almost 700 million people worldwide with disabilities to at least have a representative from their UN mission sitting at their country's table in the General Assembly Hall. We didn't even have a representative there. We didn't even have the courage to send someone from our UN mission to sit in the hall and to watch the proceedings and take notes and that sort of thing. And as an American and one who has fought for his country... I was appalled. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, and so um, there, 
the United States International Council on Disability, which Nickel is a member of and which I am president of, is spearheading a drive to um, to do whatever we can to convince the president to sign this thing and for uh, the United States Senate to ratify it. Um, uh, we've worked with our dear friend Andy Imperato over at AAPD, and uh, AAPD is spearheading a uh, an electronic um, uh, signature drive for support of this UN convention. I urge everyone to go to AAPD's website and uh, and to log on and to um, uh, sign on to that petition in support of the um, and urging the president to sign the the, the UN convention on the rights of persons with disabilities um so that is is really bothering me and at the same time joyce that we are creating more and more disabilities through our foreign policy uh, not only among our own courageous veterans that are serving in iraq and afghanistan but also among the innocent civilians um that continue to get maimed and disabled in that region of the world as a result of the upheaval and the destabilization we've caused in the middle east so it's a i am just appalled that our country can the the country of 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 human rights and civil rights uh cannot cannot sign this convention refuses to sign this convention and doesn't even have the respect um uh, to uh to acknowledge uh, uh any sort of support for it. it it's like insolent arrogance on our part and as an american i'm ashamed may i ask what the reason is <laughs> good question i don't think they have a stated reason um a real official reason i've read reasons saying that uh it would subject uh, the United States to international monitoring. Um, another uh, stated reason: well, we never sign any conventions, and indeed, there's an awful lot of good conventions that we have not ratified, including the rights of women, and including uh, the Kyoto Accords uh, dealing with global warming. Uh, not exactly minor issues. Um, so. Uh, I, in my opinion, there is no good reason, Joyce. Um, so if be... you want to send a letter, you can do that. But in addition, uh, AAPD.com, www.aapd.com, you can go there if you want to uh, accelerate getting your name on something, correct? That's correct. That's uh, the uh, a very good place to go to uh, um, to sign their electronically sign their petition, uh, lend your name to the uh, the voices that are uh, that are urging our government to uh, to sign this important international accord and to, to get our Senate to to ratify it. Yes, and you know this is what everyone has to remember when it comes to disability. This is a bipartisan issue. This is not a partisan issue. You know, we have great supporters, as you just mentioned, you know, like Congressman Sensenbrenner and Dick Thornburg and so many people, and we have great supporters like, uh, you know, Steny Hoyer and Senator Harkin and so many wonderful people, but when it comes to this, this is an American issue. Now, in this case, it's a global issue, but it is clearly a bipartisan issue because guess what? Disability, doesn't matter if you're Democrat or Republican, 
disability will impact you. Correct, John? That is correct. And the, and the other thing, Joyce, at a, at a point in time in world history um, where we need, I think, to be stepping forward in some way to exercise positive, very positive leadership in the world, uh, something that everybody can agree on, something that's good for everybody and good for the world, why we cannot support that is kind of beyond me. Um, and uh, and I just have to do everything I can and urge everyone I speak to to do everything they can uh, to see if we can't convince the president um, to sign and, and ultimately the Senate to ratify. Well, there's 54 million Americans with disabilities, so if we just get a small part of that group, everyone, sign that and send a letter, I guarantee you. We, we, we could have an impact. But this is once again what I mean about Nickel. Here's an organization that will keep you educated, that will keep you apprised of what's going on, that will send you these alerts. And you need to know. You need to be educated. You need to know what's going on. www.nickel.org. And don't forget in July about that conference for the 25th anniversary in Washington, D.C., um, John, is there a message that you would like to leave with our listeners today? Well, I guess there are several messages, uh, messages I'd, I'd like to leave with your listeners today. And uh, I'd say, first of all, uh, um, please uh, attend our annual conference, buy a raffle ticket, and support uh, uh, support our 25th anniversary year and, and our efforts on the many issues we work on and, and become a member of NICL. Um, uh, second, go to that AAPD website and, and uh, sign that petition. And, uh, and third, um, um, uh, again, uh, the prayers and support of Nickel and our members and our thoughts uh, go out to all of those at uh, Virginia Tech University um, over the terrible tragedy that transpired there yesterday. And I have to uh, agree with you, John. For the past three years, I've ended every show with a quote from a famous civil rights leader. Um, And, you know, today, I have no quote. I just have a prayer that all of us get behind all of those victims, all the families from Virginia Tech. To all of you, we're all behind you. You're not alone. Our thoughts and prayers are with you. John, thank you for being with us, and I'll look forward to seeing you all next week on voiceamerica.com. See you then. Thank you, Joyce. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.